You're listening to the home of cool, irreverent, and entertaining talk right here on L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to The Art of Love with your host, Lucia, right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to The Art of Love. My name is Lucia. I'm your host and a dating and relationship expert. And I'm here to entertain, educate, and enlighten you about love, dating, and relationships. Take your live calls, answer your emails, and speak to authors of books which I find interesting. And today, we're going to talk about a topic that you rarely hear talked about, never mind written about. Uh, it's a word I use once in a while, but um, I never hear anyone else actually using this word. And that word is honor. And the title of the book is The Men's Code of Honor, 66 Principles That Make a Man. And I'm lucky to have the guest here in my studio. It's not often I have a guest in the studio, so it's always nice when I do. And that is Dan Stratford. Welcome to the show, Dan. Hi, it's great to be here. And the website is whispercanyon.net. And a little bit about Dan. Uh, Dan Stratford's articles have appeared in Time, the Los Angeles Times, the Chicago Tribune, and other major media outlets. He's been interviewed by the Wall Street Journal, CNN, USA Today, in addition to other media outlets. And um, in, addition to, in addition to his writing, Stratford is a successful businessman and president of Safe Harbor, a nonprofit alternative mental health organization. So I know there's a good story in how you came to write this book, so tell us. Well, it's, it, it was uh, uh, a day in Utah, and uh, I was traveling with some friends of mine uh, who had two uh, teenage sons. And we were uh, talking, I was, I was telling them about how I'd watched a boxing match, a women's boxing match for, for the first time mm. with some men. Uh, and I had a bunch of guys over to the house. And I was telling them how, how every guy in the room was groaning and, 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 and just gasping uh-huh. out, out loud yeah. because they couldn't tolerate watching this woman. There was one woman far more aggressive than the other. Yeah. And we were watching this woman getting beaten up. And none of us had ever seen women's boxing before. And so one of the young men, uh, or the, one of the uh, my friend's young sons, he said, well, why why is that? And I said, well, because men have this unwritten code in them that we, we protect women. We, mm. we don't want to see them get hurt. And so it's very difficult for all these men in this room to stand by watching this woman being beaten. And uh, I mean, we got used to it after a while. We realized it was a sport, you know. And you know, but but I, I when I was telling this boy this, uh, his father was nodding his head, yes, oh yes, the unwritten code, you know. And uh, and I thought, well, that's interesting. I, I know about this code, and and he knows about this code. And I I mentioned this to other men, and I'd see their head go up and down. Oh yeah, the code, yeah, you know. And <laughs> and so I thought, well, that's interesting. They, we all know about this code, but nobody's written it down, you know. So I thought, let's 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 see what what is that code, you know. And so that started me on the road. So I know some people are listening and they're thinking, is this like the bro code? Oh, no, no, it's not that <laughs> at all. Uh, 
Uh, I mean, you know, honor is uh, is uh, a little selective. Sometimes uh, even they say there's honor among thieves and that sort of thing. Uh, so every uh, group, uh, even in prison, you've got codes of honor, you know. But uh, no, this is uh, the men's code of honor that has uh, been with us through centuries. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not just a selective group. It's uh, it's uh, it, these are things that have just stood the test of time. Uh, a lot of them, I, I researched codes of honor, uh, military codes, uh, codes of chivalry, and and uh, cowboy codes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are uh, athletic codes and that sort of thing that have been with us a long time. Uh, and uh, and also, I asked a lot of questions. You know, what are men built for? What have we done traditionally? What is it we teach our boys? Uh, what is it that men expect of other men and that sort of thing? I asked a, a, a bunch of these questions to kind of decipher what is it that we expect that that men expect of other men and that are considered desirable characteristics, and uh, that's distilled it into 66 different points. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, a lot of these are drawn from uh, ancient codes or, or even more modern codes, military codes, that sort of thing. You'd be surprised how many military codes tell you to tell the truth. Mm. I mean, a lot of people know some dishonest soldiers. I mean, every <laughs> woman certainly has got a, knows knows about that, but. Uh, 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 but frankly, a lot of military codes are very big on responsibility and telling the truth. So anyway, that, that there's, there's a lot uh, uh, to uh, what is inside of men. Right. Okay. Yeah. So like I said in the beginning, you know, honor is a term you rarely hear used these days. Uh, so what, give us your definition. Well, honor, um, George Patton, General George Patton said, uh, duty is the essence of manhood. And uh, basically what honor is, is when, was when duty requires you to do something. It, it's when you're basically, you can take the easier road or the harder road, but basically you're, you're taking on the difficulties, uh, rather than transferring difficulties to others, you're taking it upon yourself. And honor is what that is, is, is uh, integrity mm-hmm. and uh, assuming the duties and responsibilities uh, 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 that it that a leader takes on, basically. And I mean, when I say a leader, uh, is you can we're all leaders in our own small areas, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but you're taking on, like I said, the duties and responsibilities. Honor is is in, and it's again, it's integrity. Uh, it has a lot to do with honesty, uh, because when you tell yourself the truth and we tell others the truth, it it naturally brings upon you. It, you can get out of a lot of things by lying, mm-hmm. you know. But when you tell the truth, it brings a lot on your shoulders. And, and that also, carrying out those duties that, that honesty brings, uh, is also part of honor. Okay, so you said in the book that um, men take matters of honor very seriously, but it doesn't seem like the men huh. of today do. Maybe the ones in the 50s, but I don't know about the guys today. Yeah, a lot has happened to men in the last 50 years. Um, I, I think it's uh, primarily due to two, two different things. Mm-hmm. One is the rise in fatherless homes. Uh, men do not have the mentors they had uh, 50 years ago, right. and that has slowly uh, d- disappeared from our society. And one of the most interesting changes has been the women's rights movement. Uh, and I have two daughters; uh, one's an attorney, and the other one's getting her master's degree. I'm all for women's rights mm-hmm. uh, and I'm, and women empowerment and, and doing with whatever they uh, want to do in life. But uh, the fact is, is that it, it we're in an evolutionary stage where men have kind of, a lot of men have lost their role in society. Oh, women are, the, the concept is that women are equal to men. 
well, they're, they may be equal in certain ways, but they're not the same as men. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, got, that's the confusion that, right. that's kind of gotten entered in. And uh, in fact, for a long time, psychologists were trying to say, yeah, they're the same as men. And that didn't work too well. <laughs> you know, They found out that little boys will use carrots for guns, even if you keep the guns away from wow. them. You know? Or though, if you give them a doll, they'll use it for a hammer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I, was, I heard a great story of a lady who tried this. She, she gave the boy a doll and the girl trucks, and the, the boy used the doll for a hammer, and the girl had the trucks talking. Talking to each other, you know. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So anyway, we're different, and and uh, that those uh, influences have caused men to be uh, a lot less responsible, mm-hmm. really. And mm-hmm. and and there's the uh, uh, the dating scene is I, when my daughters were going through it, you know, uh, it was pretty incredible to watch. They tell me, Dad, there are no good guys out there, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or men suck. I mean, that was the, that was the thing I also heard, you know. Yeah. And and I thought, wow, wait a minute, what happened to the guys I knew, uh, you know? And but right. there there are actually a lot of decent men out there, even yeah. young, even, even younger. And as men get older, they they get uh, settled down more, and also they pay the price for their behavior. That's right. And so they start to learn, but it <laughs> takes a while to learn that, unfortunately. They smarten up finally, hopefully. They, they do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what would you say is the difference between honor and chivalry? Uh, chivalry is similar to honor. A chivalry mm-hmm. is is when you're uh, uh, behaving properly towards a gentleman, uh, I mean towards women, towards ladies, that's being a gentleman mm-hmm. uh, is what chivalry is. And uh, there is certainly honor. Uh, that's a very old notion. If you think honor is an old notion, chivalry is, uh, there's an old saying that chivalry is dead, you know, and uh, it's not dead. There are a lot of really uh, gentlemanly fellows out there, and there's even uh, websites about how to be a gentleman. There are books on it. Yeah, uh, I think it's yeah. coming back in vogue. To yeah, be chivalrous. It, it is, and uh, but as uh, and and general being a being chivalrous on the surface starts with being you know opening the doors you know uh, pulling the, the the chair back for the lady as she's uh, when you're at a restaurant those kinds of things but it takes on bigger significance when you have to be a real man you know all right you, you're willing to get, you know stay in the rain and let her have your umbrella but mm. are you willing to run out there and and uh, if she's if somebody's trying to steal her car or carjacker, are you willing to go down there and intervene? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, how chivalrous are you willing <laughs> to be? So so uh, th- there's yeah, that's where it gets into honor, you know, is right. when, when you get into the big, important stuff, you know. Yeah. And it's funny because we're talking about this topic today. And just the other day on Facebook, I saw this quote that said um, chivalry isn't dead. It went the way of acting ladylike. Yes. Wow. That's that's true. I think if you want to know where the gentlemen are, you, you say, well, there's probably as many gentlemen as there are ladies out there, you know, so uh, uh, it, it's true. If the demand isn't there, and, and I have to tell you, uh, 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 honorable men, chivalrous men uh, are often sometimes ridiculed in, mm-hmm. in, by some, you know, it's like, what a yeah. joke. Look at this guy. You know, why not? Why isn't he? Uh, this is an honest guy. You know, he's so easy to fool. He's so easy to cheat. He's so easy to betray because mm-hmm. he ex- he's he's he he's vulnerable. He expects others to same. be him the treat him the same way. And so he looks like a schmuck, you know, to some people. But of course, women soon realize that uh, you know that when you're dating a guy who's not honest with you, one of the one of the lines of the codes is to mean what you say and say what you mean. And I was thinking about women when I was writing that one. I thought, uh-huh. man, that's where, <laughs> that, that's where they get clobbered, you know, is the guys mm. who, who say, yeah, I'll call you in the morning and you never hear from them and, or whatever whatever the fast line is, yeah. you know. Uh, and it's really, they're not they're just being dishonest, basically. And, uh, uh, yeah, it the, you know, it may sound uncool to be honorable, but, boy, uh, women's, uh, and as they get older, they appreciate the honorable right. guy more. Yeah, that's true. Right. And yeah, like with the whole chivalry thing, I hear women saying, oh, guys never open the door for me or anything. And I'm like, really? 
and go, guys always open the door for me. You know, I'm wondering if it's the individual woman that she inspires a certain guy to behave a certain way. I believe so. Uh, I, I certainly know that if, if you're uh, uh, around, I, I always open the door for my wife and for mm -hmm. my daughters. Uh, but if I'm around a woman who seems aggressive or, or, or you know, seems to be very, <laughs> honestly. In her masculine yeah, energy. Yeah, exactly. And you go, well, I guess she may be, that's another thing is men feel she may be offended by me right. doing this, you know, or, or uh, she may take it the wrong way or something. So you, you tend to want to back off. So, yeah. It's true. Femininity definitely attracts uh, more masculine behaviors. Yeah, because I just noticed just uh, the other day at the gym where everyone's kind of in their masculine because, you know, women are lifting weights and everything. And I'm waiting for the elevator and going up and going down. There was uh, a young man waiting with me, like a different young man. And the elevator came and I just expected them to go in ahead of me and said they put their hand out like you go ahead. Wow. I'm like, wow, there you go. <laughs> I'm there impressed. You go. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, um, okay, so then where do you think that class fits into all of this? Boy, uh, it certainly is classy to be honorable, uh, mm. but but you, you have, and also to be chivalrous. There's mm -hmm. no question about it. Uh, uh, but again, it depends on if you're with people who can appreciate it. Uh, uh, there are people that, that, that and uh, it, it probably is more uh, the younger generations who don't, because... They're with a rougher crowd, you know, where uh, you, you, you see uh, guys using rough language with women, mm -hmm. you know, are they, uh, which is fine if that's what women, the way women want to talk, you know, but uh, a lot of guys, they don't even think to ask. They don't wonder. They just, they just spew whatever they want to in front of other, uh, in front of women and uh, they don't treat them necessarily as ladies, you know, uh, but if. Uh, again, if, if the women are behaving themselves in a way mm -hmm. that's that's to where you go, oh, I guess she would never expect me to act like a gentleman. She's clearly, uh, there's sort of a unisex uh, kind of a behavior, you know, yeah, where we're all word. talking the same, we're all being the same, which sounds very equal at first, you know, but, you know, when uh, the difference between men and women, men and women is uh, far more fun than, than the similarities, uh, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, and, I, and I think that... Uh, that when people can uh, appreciate the fact that, that we are different, uh, that those differences bring on a, a lot of uh, a great uh, chemistry between us, there's a lot less uh, desire to be the same. Right. And, and speaking of profanity, that's actually one of your principles mm. about uh, you say that don't use crude language in the presence of women without their approval. Exactly. Yeah. When, when I was a young man, it was don't ever do it. Right. Uh, in fact, I've got uh, people in my family who are Christian, and, uh, uh, we, you know, here we're, we're uh, in the Los Angeles area mm -hmm. right now where we're, we live in the cool, hip place, you know, but we have to realize half the nation is in the heartland, you know, and a lot of people still think it's wrong to speak, uh, use uh, bad language in front of a lady or in front of a woman. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, at least uh, minimally, you want to have her permission. You know, uh, you want to know that if you're, and some women love dirty jokes. They want to hear crude language, uh, uh, you know, or, or they have no problem with it or they start drinking and out it comes, you know. Right, right. That's true. They're just <laughs> yeah. as bad as the guys. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if you want to even call it bad. I mean, it's, just, it's, 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 I'll call it bad. Okay. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it just gets that way. So you kind of have to learn to shift gears as a guy to adapt to the situation because you don't also want to treat uh, women in a way that's sort of belittling and say, well, I'm going to exclude you from the conversation, but I'm going to tell the guys this really funny, dirty joke over here, you know, if that, if she wants to be included in the conversation, you know, so it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's a, it's, as a man, it's kind of tough, but, but minimally you want to show respect. Women are, uh, 
they, they carry a, almost a holy uh, burden in our society. They really do. They mm -hmm. are the nurturers of our children. Mm -hmm. They're the makers of our homes. Yeah. And uh, boy, uh, you know, when I was uh, doing the research, uh, especially during the, the, the periods of, the, of knighthood, mm -hmm. uh, cowboys, mm. uh, military. Man, these guys get down on their knees and they they make the road wide open and clear and lay the red carpet down for women, you know, because right. uh, they respected women and, and they, they realized that we have to because also women, uh, uh, women have this incredible uh, creativity about them that, that brings... Well, I guess so. They create our, they create, they're the, they're the only ones that can create us. You know, they create all of our babies, you know, but they, they make, again, they make a house into a home. They, they bring this wonderful femininity and, and, and beauty. I've been amazed at my wife, how, you know, I, I, to me, the world would look like a desert and I, I cause she, she'd make it look like an oasis, you know, she'd put flowers there, you know, right. or she, she'd put perfume on herself or she would put uh, lovely colors here and there or dress something up. And that, I, and even when we were barely uh, had any money when we were young, you know, mm -hmm. she'd find some way of dressing the place up to look really nice. And, right. and, and I'd come home and go after working long hours and go, wow, what happened to this place? You know? <laughs> but it was this incredible gift that, that women have, you know, to do that. Yeah. And speaking about, you know, getting down on one knee, that's probably where do you happen to know where that started of getting down on one knee to propose? You know, I believe it's uh, I don't know where that came from, mm -hmm. but uh the relationship between men and women has a lot to do with aggressive behavior on the part of men. Uh -huh. uh, of course, there's plenty of aggressive behavior. There's a lot of men who have died from hammer blows, I can tell you, but uh, uh -huh. <laughs> by delivered, delivered by ex-wives probably. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I believe it is a way of showing vulnerability to get mm. down on on one knee and and to show that we have, you know, how humbled we are yeah. uh, by the situation and uh, in offering uh, uh, what we have to uh, asking her and asking for her hand, you know. Right, yeah, and that sounds good. So, um, let's see, moving along. Um, so, okay, what is your definition of a gentleman? Oh, wow. Or have we already covered it? Uh, I, well, well <laughs> I think you mentioned chivalry. I, I think that uh, uh, being a, a gentleman is really smoothing out uh, the uh, relationships uh, of life with with between a man and a woman. I mean, mm -hmm. also there are other things that men do that, that are not related to women that gentlemen do. Mm -hmm. uh, a gentleman's agreement, for example. Right. You know. Uh, but uh, I believe that that's that's what it is. It's smoothing it's smoothing the rough edges of life so that uh, uh, in the relationship between a man and woman, so that you actually give deference to women. Uh, and 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 most guys have no problem with that. You know, that's the amazing thing. Mm -hmm. uh, is that uh, even the guys who, like you say, they're they're not. Uh, you you don't think this code is within them, but if I talk, I've no, I've I've addressed men and I've looked at the looks on their faces and they know, they know, <laughs> they know what I'm talking about. They know. They they they, they know. They might be able to fool right. these, their women in their lives. Right. Women don't think they're expected of them, but you get them around a bunch of guys and and I and who say, what the are you doing? You yeah. know, what are you doing to treating a woman like that? And Holy smokes, boy! You 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 can see them get caught in their tracks. They know, they know they're not doing what they should do uh, if they're right. behaving badly. You know, so because so it's there. A lot of it is there. I wouldn't say all of it. There's still a lot of uh, training that's not there. And I have to tell you, amongst uh, decent men, um, even probably one of the hallmarks of of, of honor is courage. Really is because mm -hmm. it takes courage to be honest. It takes courage to take on the responsibilities of living. Right. And also occasionally face danger if you're a man. That's one of a man's job is to occasionally face danger. It really is. Uh, 
But among really decent men, there is something that really scares the hell out of us, and and that is that we're going to let our women down. Mm. And uh, that's brutal. You know, the idea that we won't be able to provide for our children or the idea that we're going to leave our, our wife in a, in a bad way if, they say, say something happens to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, or um, if somehow, you know, it, we, we, we don't, we betray our, our, our women in some way, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, there are guys who have, let's say, a drinking problem and it kills them. You know, mm-hmm. when they realize what they're doing to their their wife or girlfriend, because mm-hmm. also again, women are very nurturing and they're often very trusting. Right. And so they let guys get away with a lot. Yeah. You know, and uh, and we appreciate that, but the, <laughs> the concept of it is that you're going to straighten yourself out. You know. Right. The concept behind that is the man will fix himself. Yeah, be a man. Yeah, exactly. He'll man up. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 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 so, uh, but when and when they don't, uh, or even it, believe me, that's a lot of guilt that men carry is that they don't. They fail their women, and, and it bothers them. So you just use the term man up. So yeah. is that like being honorable? What is, what is that? Yeah, it's the same thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's more modern term, yeah. more modern way of saying be a man, act like a man. Uh, and again, that's a, that was another part of when I put the code together. I thought, isn't this amazing uh, that, that people will use that? They'd say act like a man. Well, they, they have this idea in their head of what that means. Right. You know? And so uh, and, and usually it has to do with courage or being honest or being forthright or, or taking responsibility for what you're doing. Uh, the, you could probably list about 10 or 20 things of, out of the code of honor just off of that phrase that, to act like a man. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, how many men have been told that who weren't taking, uh, paying their child support? You know, I'm sure that's a standard line. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in custody hearings and stuff like that. You know. Or, or if a man's like, like literally crying over a woman, they're like, stop it, be a man, damn it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> if they're falling apart, you know, and, and that, 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 that's a matter of strength as well. You know, uh, stepping up and and. Uh, uh, basically, uh, uh, that was uh, one of the lines I quoted. It was almost uh, from Martin Luther King, where he said, "It's stand tall in the face of adversity." You know, that, which is again, act like a man. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he said, "You know, it's easy to be uh, uh, strong when and, and deal with stress when or deal with things when things are going smoothly, but when things are hard and tough, that's when you really find the character of a man." Yeah, and I often see women these days, they're using the term real man. You know, mm-hmm. I want a real man, or a real man would do this, or a real man wouldn't do that. So what's your definition? Is it, have we already covered it again? No, uh, again, uh, uh, the, the, the tough part about that is they, they, maybe they think a real man is a really good-looking guy, too. You know? <laughs> maybe, maybe That not. helps. You know, uh, and, all, yeah, and honor is part. Uh, uh, yeah, they, when they say a real man, they may a man who won't betray, won't cheat on them, mm-hmm. uh, a man who uh, uh, shows up when he says he's going to be there, he doesn't lie to them, he keeps his word. You know, those are, those are the kind of things that they're usually saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, uh, you know, obviously, uh, the, when men come, they come in packages. So uh, you also they also want a good money earner. They want a guy with a good personality, a sense of humor. There's maybe they like a guy with power. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, sometimes they trade off. You know, they go, well, this guy's not real honest, but you know, he makes good money. <laughs> and he's a, he's a hell of a good-looking guy. You know? <laughs> so we'll take him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then and then they wander down the road. Well, I don't know. What should I have taken? Right. You know? Right. You know? Um, so what do men expect of other men? Wow. Uh, I just did a uh, uh, talk. In fact, I did talks for two days at uh, the Sacred Path Retreat for Men. Oh. It's, it, it was a path of the sacred warrior, they call it. Uh, and uh, uh, this was uh, remarkable because you could you really get to see there when there was no there was no women, woman anywhere. Right. And so it's a different energy. Totally different energy. Yeah. And these guys sit and uh, talk about what, what bothers them and what's, what's on their mind. 
lots of I saw a lot of men in tears. Uh, I saw lots of men hugging each other. Mm-hmm. Men are very affectionate with each other when when uh, when there's in, no women around. Yeah, well, when there's a camaraderie situation, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Big camaraderie. There, uh, yeah. and, and and honest to God, there the bond between men mm-hmm. can sometimes be stronger than that between men and women. I mean, they'll give their lives for their brothers, wow. you know, and that sort of thing. Very powerful. Uh, so, but there again, there's that trade-off. You know, it's like they they know that you don't you don't cheat on your you know the, you don't get around. You might be around a bunch of guys who where this is accepted or something to cheat on your wife mm-hmm, or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But if you're with a group of guys who are real men who mm. are advancing their cause, like in this group I was with, in fact there was an explosion because one of the guys had stepped up and said something about. Uh, they would have these group meetings, and one of the guys stepped up and said something about it was okay to have cheated on his wife. And another guy stepped up and said, that's not right. And, and, and it was like this lasted for 24 hours, this uproar. <laughs> you know? uh, and, but but they, they face each other, uh-huh. and they stare at each other, and they stare at each other. One of the, uh, uh, one of the uh, 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 things that they did when they wanted to talk to another man is they would stand up, face him and they would put their hand right on his chest mm. to like create a, a solid bond there, mm-hmm. you know, and then they would say exactly what was on their mind. And it's it's very direct. You know, women are often not direct sometimes. They, they're a little more of the gentle arts, you know, but not with men. It's usually very, they would go for the direct thing, you know. Right. And uh, so, yeah, we expect, uh, they expect uh, a lot of each other. And and, and uh, when, when uh, that's why I say when with, with fathers missing from the homes, that's real tough. It's real tough mm-hmm. because, um, uh, they don't. Uh, it's great to have a mom who you can have a mom who can do the job, you know. But there's that there's that masculine presence that, right. and that masculine viewpoint yes. is very different than mm-hmm. the female. They need both. They really do need both. Of course. Yeah. 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 Because I, I, otherwise the mother tends to oh my poor baby mm. as opposed to oh let him fall and trip. Yeah, there are plenty of women visiting their sons in prison. I can tell you <laughs> that right now. <laughs> they, yeah, the ones that baby them and then let them get away with everything. Yeah, probably. I'll bet you the stats would show a lot fewer fathers visiting their sons in prison than mothers. You know? Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it because, uh, yeah, you know, they. Not, that's not going to happen to all kids, of course, who uh, grow up without a father. Right. But, but it's a lot harder if there is a tendency for this boy uh, to go astray or to uh, – basically, it's problem solving. He doesn't solve it may, maybe the way, a quote, a real man would because he – a father is older. He's the same boy, but he's a lot older. He's gone through the same things that this man has done, this young man has done. So it's great to have that mentor around. Even if he's not a great father, uh, my father was uh, was had mental illness. In fact, mm-hmm. I, you mentioned I have a nonprofit. It's, it has to do with mental oh. health. And it, it's, it came out of my father's mental illness. And I grew up, he was a, away from me for half of my life. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm astonished at my age at how much I learned from my father. He was a decent man. He was mm. he had a lot of he had a good sense of honor. Uh-huh. Uh, stealing, you don't steal, you don't lie, yeah. you know, you don't you don't betray your wife. You know, he's married to my mother for 50 years, and and uh, uh, you know, and I'm I'm 36 years. I can say on international radio here, I've never cheated on my wife, and no, All right. no woman's gonna no Monica Lewinsky is gonna step forward. I can tell you. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so do you feel that men are being uh, forced to act less manly today than they would like to? Yeah, it is. It is a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think that um, it's it's sort of politically incorrect, uh, it, and, and it's kind of a confused area because now it depends on who you're with. I mean, some women really like a man being masculine. Mm-hmm. Uh, some may think he's being too aggressive, or or he's not he's not like politically correct I, I should say you know it's like well that's he's he's expressing the difference between him and women you know mm-hmm. like, like he might say 
yeah, obviously, if you were if you were 20 years old and I were saying these things, you would probably have. Well, maybe he's being sexist. You know, maybe he's being gender whatever whatever the political phrase is, gender or something or other. You know, restricted or whatever. And and whereas you know, uh, uh, you know, they're it's it's they're living life more in theory than they are in reality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, I think a lot of guys are are they're just confused by all this. And mm-hmm. so they don't, they don't want, obviously we don't want to do harmful things, you know? Yeah. Uh, most decent, most men are decent. Even the ones who lie some are, uh, who aren't all that trustworthy. They generally don't want to do harmful things. Uh, and so they, they kind of back off from being aggressive or expressing themselves as men. Uh, what do you think about the phrase, oh, well, I, you know, I'm the man, so I make the final decision. Boy, uh, that is that belongs between the spouses, you know, or uh-huh. or, or, or the boyfriend and the girlfriend, uh-huh. or, or whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. the, the relationship. Uh, uh, it's some women like that concept, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and if that's what they want, then then that's the way it should be. Sure. But it should be, I believe, it should be a, a democratic d- decision to make. It, it should be. It's it's not a, a dictate. In other words, it doesn't start from the beginning of the relationship. What you just said, you know. Uh-huh. I think that that, uh, that because. Uh, you know, obviously the role of men and women has been changing over the centuries, yeah. and and it's still pretty bad in the like in the Muslim world. Uh-huh. There's a lot of restrictions on women, you know, yeah. uh, and and in other areas. Uh, and but those women too, it's kind of obvious. Eventually, they will find their freedom, you know, and 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 they will uh, gain the rights that women have here in the United States. But uh, uh, we're at a point in our evolution, I think, where there, it has to be agreed upon. The the the, the right. powers have to be shared. And if if in the roles, let's say the woman doesn't like to deal with money, she said, "Look, I want you to make all the final monetary decisions because right. the guy's really good with money." You right. Know? Or sometimes the other way around. I, I know relationships, plenty of relationships where the guy says, tells his wife, "Look, uh, you know, you handle the money. Tell me what I can buy. Here's my check." You know, I've heard that how many times? My husband comes home and brings <laughs> me his paycheck. You know, uh, so it, it really is. It, it's a matter of what's agreed upon is best for the couple. I think. You just reminded me they showed this lottery winner uh, last week. Not the ones that just won the big jackpot, but someone else in the past. And they had the guy had like a huge check, and he's like, "Well, I've been married 46 years. I know what to do with this." And he gave it to his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, you know, you deal with your a relationship coach, and and I and I I think that relationships really are are individual. And and mm-hmm. uh, it really is depends on the uh, you know men have roles in society and women have uh, gen, gen, generic roles we might say men are protectors we're guardians we're we go out and do the hard work and the dirty work most mechanics are men blah 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 but you know when you have a relationship between two people you really should use the best of your strengths and and utilize what's best what what balances is best for both of you so if, like I said if a woman is good with money or uh, maybe she's a great mechanic. I mean, there are, there are women, yeah. and frankly, there are women who are great shots, great sharpshooters. And so maybe you know, maybe the gun should be on her side of the bed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's funny. Um, so you said in the book also that many honorable men became so by behaving dishonorably. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think all of us. Uh, uh, certainly, no man goes through his life without behaving dishonorably. Right. Uh, Unless he's a monk somewhere, <laughs> and probably he's been a dishonorable monk at some time. Uh-huh. Uh, but we, you know, we learn, uh, and, and some of the most honorable and remarkable honorable men are those who have been the worst, you know, mm, yeah. uh, because they have they cause a lot of pain. Right. There are a lot of young women out there who uh, uh, have been uh, mistreated by men, cheated on, uh, lied to, and believe me, I would say most of those men, as they grow grow older, the 
your face will be in their memories uh, for years to come. Is that's as, good to know. Yeah, believe me, as as someone that they are seeking forgiveness from. Uh, I'll tell you a story. I, I was uh, uh, got an email uh, several years ago, and it said, "Is this the Dan Stratford who went to Cleveland High School?" Well, I, I did, and I went to Cleveland High School in St. Louis. And uh -huh. I said yes, and and um, it was from a girl I had dated, and I had lost track of her 37 years ago. Uh huh. And I, I was going to marry her. Wow. I, yeah, 37 years. And, and so I, I, I told my wife. I didn't want this to be a secret. <laughs> I, I told my wife about it, and she said, yeah, go ahead. It's okay with me. Talk to her. And, and I uh, I mean, not that it I had to ask permission to talk no, to her, no. but I wanted my wife to know this was there. That's you know? very honorable. Yeah, believe me. I, I, <laughs> I felt a lot better that way. And, you know, she was wonderful because she also said, it's perfectly natural that you have emotional feelings about this. Why wouldn't you? You're a human being, you know, and you had an attachment to this person. Yeah. And so uh, I was so grateful after 37 years to be able to tell this woman, I'm sorry for the things that I did. Wow. And I, I, the burden that came off of me was phenomenal. And I've been carrying that, you know. Was so, that why she contacted you? No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, she was like, what for? You know, her attitude was was that she didn't see, she wasn't even thinking of anything yeah. I had done, you know. Yeah. She was just glad to see me again, you know. Right. Uh, but for me, the, those things had been on my mind, you know. Yeah. And um, so, so yeah, I can tell that, tell that, that, that especially young women, those those incidents stay with a man, and and they they cause pain, and they realize they cause pain, and sometimes they cause a lot of pain. They may bring pain to a child, mm -hmm. or uh, or they uh, uh, they get some girl pregnant, and they just walk away from her, never call her back again, right. and, they, and they're left to wonder what happened, what right. what did this woman have to deal with? You know, maybe she got an abortion and walked away from it. Maybe she got an abortion and it drove her nuts for six months. Mm -hmm. Maybe or maybe she had the child. You know, and you're left with that. You know, a lot of men out there left with these kind of things. And they as they get older, they have children of their own. They, every time, sometimes they'll look at their own mm -hmm. child. They'll wonder, does he have a brother out there? You know, yeah. things like that. So believe me, we pay the price, and and that's what causes us to start acting straight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In fact, speaking of, uh, you know someone getting pregnant you huh. one, one of the principles is marry the mother of your children which you know people automatically did that in the 50s but now eh, not so much not so much and 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 they think it's no big deal like it's a lifestyle but but the, the truth is is the statistics are horrible mm -hmm. I mean uh, and it's not my statistics it's not uh, like a political thing these are these are uh, statistics the government gathers together uh -huh. uh, if, if a child is not living with his biological parents but is living with two, uh, like his mother and a boyfriend or yeah. something like that, the chances of abuse are, yeah. are eight to ten times higher and neglect. And and a child who's living with, it, who's raised by his biological parents, much lower rates of, of teen pregnancy, drug abuse, a gang, joining gangs, mm -hmm. uh, uh, going to prison, uh, grad, uh, 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 dropout rates. I mean, you name it, if something bad can happen to a kid, the rates are far higher in a home that, that where he's not being raised by his biological parents. And the point is, is that you, men have gotten into this thing of just walking away from it and right. saying, get, just get an abortion. You know, as if, as if women, I mean, I know that's a very hot topic, but men are almost never discussed when you discuss abortion. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's incredible. They're 50% responsible for this. Right. And yet they're never, it's always like the women, if they call it a woman's issue even. Yeah. I mean, come on. That men are causing these births are these conceptions, you know, and yet they, they walk away and leave the responsibility so often on the women or they push it on the woman. 
uh, they say, you know, I'm not going to raise a kid or something. They really give them a hard time mm-hmm. instead of it being, a, it's kind of hard to make a rational decision sometimes in these situations, but a lot of them uh, are bad guys. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm amazed at how much this is tolerated in our society. I mean, we don't talk about it at all. Yeah, and also, you know, um, a friend of mine, he his girlfriend got pregnant, and they decided to have an abortion, and he said it affected them very adversely. They didn't realize the magnitude of the decision they made, and they felt horrible afterwards, and they ended up breaking up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There are When I was working on that particular section of the book, uh, because I'm a man, I don't have the background in, in this that, that women have, I, but I started looking into it. Women, There are there are uh, counselors out there who simply counsel women who have had abortions uh-huh. because the after effects, not all women, yeah. but for some women, even suicidal. Some women can become wow. suicidal. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's not uncommon. I mean, I, not, not broadly yeah. uh, a situation, but it happens. And so it's not a small thing for men to just walk away and dump this on women you know they're mm-hmm. they're responsible for 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 this happening you know right so, yeah okay so moving on another of the uh, principles is do not let your appetites rule you oh my goodness i like yeah. this one yeah 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 this is the guys th- th- now see this is what guys know a lot about we've been <laughs> we eat a lot of food we have lots of uh, booze at the party you know and we like to uh, just think of a super bowl game okay right. you got all the food you got the booze you might even have some drugs there, you know. Uh, we uh, uh, there's the sex, there's porn, uh, there's gambling. Uh, you know that uh, we love to, you know, the, the poker nights. Women don't have poker nights. It's the no, guys. No, you you're know? right. <laughs> you know, we we love the that wonderful uh, thrill. You know that that rush that we get from all these wonderful, beautiful things in life. And frankly, in moderation, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's when they take over us and and they cause us to, sp- you know. We spend all of our money. We leave our family with nothing. We can't pay the rent. We walk away with other women. We, uh, uh, you know, can't. Uh, we lose our job because we're up every night watching porn on the on the on the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, it's bad. And a lot of men just really are get lost in their appetites. Food. They they the obesity is a big problem right now. And uh, and I'm you know I could lose some weight. Uh, I mean it's it's a situation where where, where people and it causes I, there are a lot of men in there. Let's say right now a lot of men are not ready for retirement because of the the recession. Other things they're not ready. But there are guys in their 60s hit 60 years old. They've got heart problems. They got diabetes because they're way overweight and they're not prepared to deal with this and they're not prepared to take their family the rest of the distance. You know, and they mm-hmm. might or they might die early and leave their wife with nothing to uh, get to to carry her the rest of the way. Yeah, and also like when I read that, to me it's like I think about um, especially like guys in their 20s because they're always you know chasing women trying to get sex, and you know my thought is if they would just focus on what they want to do with their life. And, and instead of chasing all these women, either just get a girlfriend or just forget about them if you can and focus on what you need to do. By the time you get to 30, you'll be successful and you'll have your choice of women. Yeah. And- You're so right. You're so right. Yeah, it, that's another problem with any kind of addiction is it takes your attention off of what off of things that could be very constructive. Right. You know? and, and I have to tell you, if you're a guy out there and you're in your teens or your early 20s, you want to beat the competition, Stay focused. Stay right. focused on getting stuff done, and it's fine to play with your iPod and and and, and your other stuff, but uh, and and you know goof off and and on the internet all night long. But if that's what the other guys are doing, 
that's where they're wasting their 20s. Right. And so yes, you you want to be waste. the guy who gets an edge, gets in there, digs in. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, it's sort of like pleasure has become uh, the goal. The goal, exactly. And 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 unfortunately, it, it you lose. Uh, real life is out there. It's not on a screen. You know, it's 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 uh, it's it's spending time with your kids, spending time with your mom, your brother, your uh, your friends. It's go, you know, it's building, it's digging in a garden. It's uh, maybe making a movie if you're a student filmmaker. It's writing, writing an incredible poem uh, or song or doing some dance. It's the real world. The real world is out there. Mm -hmm. You don't want to spend it tied up in your head with your appetites. Yeah. Yeah, very, very well said. Um, okay, so under the topic of integrity, your chapter on integrity, you said uh, keep your word, oh. which I've always said. You know what? The problems, you know, if men would just keep their word. Probably 90% of the drama in relationships wouldn't exist. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, I run a business and I do a lot of hiring, and uh, uh, I I am always amazed how many people just cannot tell the truth and keep their word. Uh, people, I, you would be amazed at how many people say they're going to show up for an interview. I've heard. And and and, <laughs> and even in the recession. I know it's I crazy. Say, I would say a third of the people who say they're going to come to an interview at least don't yeah. show up. And they don't call because their their attitude is so what I don't know this guy what difference does it make and and they don't have the courage to face someone with the maybe with a little disappointment the guy goes oh I thought you were coming but how hard is that you know right uh, but yeah I agree keeping a man uh, frankly they the guys who don't keep their word they make life a lot harder for the guys who do mm -hmm. because they make us they make us look suspicious they make us seem untrustworthy too. And it takes a while for us to gain the trust of other people, of, of women or or even kids. There are a lot of kids who won't trust a man or, or let's say a daughter who's seen, who's grown up with a father who doesn't keep his word, mm -hmm. who's a cheater or a, a drunk or whatever he is. And uh, she's suspicious around men too because uh, she, she's never seen one who really is. Uh, she's never seen one. Yeah, yeah, some, some haven't, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be doing a, 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 a retreat with uh, for boys from uh, Compton. Who have oh. who, who have lost their father? Oh, Some of them great idea. have been who are killed and stuff like that. I'm I'm actually going to be a speaker at this retreat, and um, a lot of these kids they don't know what it's like to be in a, around an honorable man or somebody mm -hmm. who keeps his word. They think that's the way to go is to tell the tell lies. They don't understand that it's it's all short term. And 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 guys, here, let me tell you that I believe that the greatest aphrodisiac is trust. Mm-hmm. And on the, on the long term, yeah. it's not on the short term. You can get away with a lot on the short term and have a great night, even with cocaine, if you want to guess. I don't know. I've never done it, but I hear it's great. Uh -huh. uh, but for the long run, and the long run is the best, yeah. because uh, there is there is uh, something incredible about uh, being with someone for a long duration and having this sense of t trust and and uni being unified with this person, mm -hmm. you know, and being feeling so close and intimate uh, and not feeling like, you're going to get hurt, so you can't quite reveal yourself to right. this person. And so that's where that's that's a great aphrodisiac right there every day of the week. Exactly. Uh, let's do a few more here. You said show compassion and mercy for the weak, the dependent, and the helpless. Mm -hmm. And you know, I bring this up because a girlfriend of mine was dating this guy, and uh, they were in the car and uh, at a stoplight, and this homeless guy in a wheelchair came up to the car, and he rolled his window down, and she thought he, he was going to give him money, right? Instead, he goes, hey, did you meet any women tonight? Oh. And then oh. he rolled up the window and drove off. Oh. And oh. I was like, stop seeing that guy immediately. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, that's cruel. Wow. That's hard to even think with. Boy, that yeah. hurts. Yeah, I know, I know, that, I you know? know, I know. Yeah, there there are, uh, unfortunately, guys who are who who have fun at others' expense like that, you know. Uh, and I was actually surprised when I first read this, this. This is actually from the Knights Codes. The Knights were the ones who established this concept of, of, of uh, having compassion for the, 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 hope, the, the uh, less fortunate, mm-hmm. you might say. And, uh, but really, when I thought about it, I, if you look at the films from World War II, uh, or you hear stories, lots and lots of stories of when these soldiers came in, how many, uh, you know, when they went into Auschwitz, you know, they were so horrified by what they saw that mm-hmm. had happened to these people mm-hmm. that I think they were, uh, they were, they were letting them actually kill the guards by, you know, with their bare hands uh, because uh, <laughs> they, they, were they so stood angry. by. Yeah, they were so angry at yeah. what they saw. Or when they invaded uh, uh, places where there was no food, you know, for in Austria, they'd run out of food, for example. Mm-hmm. And the Americans got there. They were happy to give chocolate. You always hear the story of the chocolate bars to the kids. Right. You know, and so so lots of men, it's very inherent in men to want to do, want to help the less fortunate. There really is there. You yeah. don't see it in our society so much because we're kind of, like I said, we live in a very pleasure-oriented society mm-hmm. where uh, it's all about me, right. you know. But when you put them in a position where they see uh, uh, really uh, kids or, or other people in bad situations, it's remarkable how many come forward. Yeah, I I believe it. Um, What about, okay, you said to honor women and their feminine nature. So what do you mean by that? You know, that's one of my favorite lines. Uh And I'm not just saying that because you're a woman either. Okay. uh, (laughs) I I, I really do. uh, My my mother taught me to view uh, a woman's body as a work of art. And I thought that was my mother didn't give me a whole lot of great advice. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But that was one of my favorites, you know. Uh, And it's like uh, uh, women are different from men. And viva la différence, you know. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> because uh, uh, we're we're built to to be attracted to each other, and 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 we're built to work together, and on, on many different levels. And uh, uh, women, the feminine nature of women, they it, like I said, uh, they 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 take our uh, they they they're the hearths of our home. You know, they they they're the ones who bring warmth to a home. Mm-hmm. They 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 nurture our children. They uh, they will uh, do things for us and and men for their men. And for their children, uh, you know, they make incredible sacrifices. Uh, there was a story of, um, um, I forget the guy, uh, he was, he's the, the famous Jew hunter, uh, not, the Nazi hunter, uh, Simon, <laughs> Simon Wiesenthal, not the Jew hunter, oh, okay. that's, that's wrong. Simon Wiesenthal, he was very famous for going after Nazis. Yeah. And during World War II, just when, when the Nazis first started, uh, uh, he was Jewish himself, uh, the Nazis were, were uh, being uh, uh cruel to the Jews, mm-hmm. and he said his mother was was having him come over, and she was fixing supper for him every night, and and finally she fainted one day, mm. and he, he finally, he, she woke up, he said, what happened? She said, I haven't eaten in five days, Wow! because she was being his mother, you know, she was taking care of him, uh-huh. and, and women, they've got this incredible beauty in them, I mean, I, I just am amazed by it myself, because it's not... I mean, I got a little feminine side, but but I, I've I've gotten to see it in my daughters and my grandchildren mm-hmm. and my and my granddaughters and my wife, and it's really remarkable and and it's something that men do revere. We do. We can and we can honor that. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's something that's uh, uh, we want to keep and we want to protect. We're protectors and right. we want to make sure that, that that nothing happens to these uh, this these this wonderful better half of ours. Yeah. Speaking of which, now I'm thinking of like old movies where men are fighting because they're like, I'm protecting her honor. 
Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. Well, there's, there's, there is that, you know, where, where they basically, oh, the lady, there, you disrespected somebody, her. Somebody disrespected her, and, and the, uh, we don't do that anymore because we have laws now, you know. Right. <laughs> and you can get thrown in jail, and that doesn't do too much for your lady when you're in jail. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely, that was that was a. Uh, um, a form of things. In fact, it's funny. Uh, the last chapter of my book is called "The False Code," and mm. it's how things of old that used to be there are no longer really applicable. You know, like when 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 I was growing up, it was uh, if he hits you, hit him back. Uh -huh. You know, which is classic with a guy. You know, right. we always they they always tell a boy. Not always, but boys get told that a lot. But that doesn't really work when you get older. You know, uh -huh. so you when you know obviously the boys need to be taught something a little different. And, and the rule in the men's code of honor mm -hmm. is. Uh, and it's not my rule, but it's one that would basically even military commanders agree to, uh -huh. is use force as a last resort mm -hmm. and then use it well. Mm. Uh, sometimes when you're on the playground, you may have no choice but to hit them back. Yeah. You know, you may be, otherwise you're going to be in big pain if you don't defend yourself. Yeah. That could happen too. So that may be necessary. Uh, but you got to look around and scope it out and say, is this my only choice here? Right. Yeah. Good idea. Because yeah. a lot of times men think... Well, you know, if I don't fight back, then I'll look like a pussy. Yeah, that's true. No, they do get that. Definitely <laughs> so. Uh, and and that's a very that's a big offense for a man. They right. do not want to oh. look. They don't want to look feminine in front of the other guys. Definitely not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then finally, I'm sure you've heard the expression "bros before hoes." Oh what, yeah. What do you think about that? Well, you know, I think that's a that's that's sort of within a certain small culture of men. It's like they're basically the ones that hang out with hoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, it tells you a lot. First of all, it tells you they're not honoring women in their feminine nature. First of all, they're yeah. calling them whores. Right. Uh, which is a, a definitely a, a disrespect of women, and it's really out of perspective. You can think that when you're in your teens and your early twenties, maybe, mm -hmm. but you have to live the rest of your life. The bigger part of your life really is when you're having children, raising them. Or maybe you're some you're not having your own children. Maybe you're an aunt or an uncle or something like that. Uh, or you or you could even adopt children. You know. Right. Uh, but you you're, you spend most of your life as an adult. And 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 in an adult world, bros before hoes <laughs> doesn't work at all. I mean, unless you're really a pretty sloppy adult, you know. Yeah. And you're hanging out with your loser friends, you know. It doesn't really work too well. It's you got to show respect for women and you got to honor their feminine nature and uh, respect men. Who, one of the last lines of the code of honor is to respect men who show who promote honor. Perfect. Yeah. Wonderful way to end. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's been my pleasure. It was wonderful. So again, the book is The Men's Code of Honor, 66 Principles That Make a Man. The author, of course, is Dan Stratford, and the book is available at whispercanyon.net. And before we go, I just want to remind you about my website, theartoflove.net, where you can sign up for my free weekly newsletter, and my book, Lucia's Lessons of Love, is at LessonsOfLove.net. Thank you so much for joining us, and until next time, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens. You're listening to The Art of Love with your host, Lucia, right here on LA Talk Radio.